The future of radio. 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 The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. You would think one of these years I'm going to learn that maybe... Oh, the hand of time is coming for you. I mean, it, every it year is. it should be getting a little harder. I don't know if there's an age limit on it. I mean, it was probably 15 years ago was the age limit on it, but nonetheless, I'm still going to do it. The, the thing, though, that I really... Someday I'm going to learn is the value of bug spray because seriously, it looks like my legs have chicken pox right now. Gross. It's really bad. I thought you always covered yourself in bug spray. Yeah, I do it like the Did first time. Do you have night, like the illegal, like deep oh, stuff yeah. that. Anything you're not illegal. Supposed yeah, to have. where your mouth goes numb. I have that yeah. stuff, but it still didn't work. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibble here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to get to today, but as usual, I want to remind everybody that you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there. Oh. And sign up for a free trial, Sarah, and get two free audiobooks. So are we going to like keep repeating the fact that we're still on our Stephen King we're kick? We're still on a Stephen King kick. I am about uh, a, probably like a third of the way through Finders Keepers, which is the yep. second book in the Bill Hodges trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get a little creepy. Yeah. I'm in the last one right now. And I think I'm, it's I'm, good? Yeah, I'm like three quarters of the way through it. It's really weird. I mean, it takes a it takes a weird turn. I'm not no. gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> spoil anything, but yeah, it's it's one of those ones where I had to rewind it like five times just to make sure I was understanding what was going on. Yeah, but yeah, I am kind of glad that you're ahead of me in these because sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm not quite understanding this <coughs> things. So at least you can like let me know if I'm being led astray. You want me to spoil it for you? I do not. Okay. Yeah. Well, we won't do that. But yes, mm-hmm. you can uh, go there, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. And uh, what I was referencing at the beginning of the show with my chickenpox legs Gross. is the fact that. Uh, we went. I had my my camping trip, my uh, camping trip that happens every year with uh, my buddies, uh, where we go up into the woods and throw rocks at things with my bros and uh, d- and drink a lot. And that happened this weekend. And um, I did forget about how much bugs love me, how bad it really is when I go up there. Oh yeah, you're the best person bad. to sit around outside because all the bugs just go to you. Well, although our buddy uh, Jacob, he has uh, he has the same issue. He sent me a picture of his legs, which I didn't ask for, and uh, so I received that. And it does. What happened pretty over bad. this weekend? It, a lot of stuff happens I up in the woods, so. Sarah. I mean, the stuff that happens up there stays up there. I don't know what that. Except means, for but, when you talk about it. On except the show. for when I talk about it and I fall. So I, I did. You know, I, I survived though. That's the important thing. You know, I'm, I'm maybe getting a little old to be doing it, but nonetheless, we're going to keep on going until, until uh, somebody fully breaks. And so far. So far, so good. Wait, so you're waiting until someone, like, breaks their leg or something? Well, no, I don't want that. I just mean, like, uh, physically, like, okay, that's it. I've reached my limit. Like, I'm done now. Like, you know I, you I can't... can still just go camping and, like, not, like, physically assault yourselves. That is not true. That is not true. That can't, uh, that can't be the case. Oops. Okay. Okay, there we go. I had to fix an audio thing. There you go. All right. Um, of course, because we have a guest, and that's what always happens. Absolutely, when that's when that's because it runs flawlessly when we don't. Absolutely. Well, we, maybe we should just bring on our guest right now, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us here should, in the flesh, should in I try person, and sing the intro song. In the studio, Sarah. Yes, please sing. Was that close? No, you have to keep going. No, I don't want to do that. All right. All right. We're not joining us now. It's Mr. Rick Emerson. Hello, Rick Emerson. Why, hello. Hi, Rick. <laughs> How are you all? Good. We got we got um, to spend some time with you last week, and we're like, you know what? We want to share our Rick with other people. That's good of you. Yeah, thank you. It's thank good you of you so not much, to Rick. hoard the Rick. <laughs> <laughs> we do hoard the Rick sometimes. Hoard the Rick is a Well, when I posted term. a picture with you, um, well, you weren't in the picture, but um, so Rick came to visit us last week, and he brought along his most wonderful, fuzzy, fluffy dog, 
the beautiful Willard. Yes. He brought Willard with him. And so I had posted a picture with um, me and the wonderful Willard and uh, had said, like, oh, and the Rick Emerson, too. And everyone was like, why didn't you get a picture of Rick? Where is he? So we figured we'd share. So okay. you are so because most people just view me at this point as like a Willard delivery system. <laughs> like if I go anywhere, they're like, "Oh, it's good to see." Where's Willard? <laughs> I, I knew that you weren't even bringing see. him today, and as soon as I ran down to let Rick right. in, I'm just like, "Oh, Willard!" Oh. And, you know, and you masked your disappointment reasonably well. It's sort of, well, Willard's at home. Oh, I, okay. Well, All I right. guess you still want to come in, or you know? Yeah. Well, anyway, you're here. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, now, right. what did you say that Willard was busy at home doing? Uh, when I left, he was literally just sleeping in a sunbeam. <laughs> Because and then, of and then occasionally, just sort of stretching, just the, yeah, and then just curling up again. He's like if normal was a dog. Oh, I mean, that's basically his, you know. So I do have to say, I've hugged a lot of dogs in my day, and Willard's like up there, like top five. Top then, five. Who'd be mm, top one? Oh, oh, well, my Muppet. Well, Muppet, your own dog okay. has. Yeah. 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 If you don't put your own dog as, as you know, like in the top two, you're. I mean, yeah, you're, you're earning some afterlife punishment. Yes. I think. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I've got I've got some dogs that would go on the lower list. For sure. But, I mean, most of them, I think, would be. Like, who? Who are top. you shaming? Who are you dog shaming? Oh, I'm, I'm dog shaming, like, other people's dogs. Okay. Yeah, there's some other people's dogs. What there's... about Butters? Well, Butters, yeah, that would be number one okay. for me. I mean, Butters is definitely number one. Tommy, the dog that was my neighbor's dog when I was a kid, Tommy sucked. I hated Tommy, so... Tommy can go Still fuck working himself. through those yes. issues with Tommy. Fuck Tommy. Tommy was an <laughs> asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> Tommy stole my hot dog. I remember that. And then uh, he would sit there and bark and like chase me down the gravel road. So like, he was I a dog, basically. Yes. He was a, yes. <laughs> but but six, He would bark and chase things. Six-year-old Greg <laughs> And eat food it wasn't Tommy. supposed to. God damn Tommy. Well, that his name is Tommy, too. Also, because you're six years old, so you're basically at Tommy level. Like, you're oh, sort yeah. of the hot dog is like right at like mouth. Yeah. Like it's positioned. <laughs> It would kind of have been amazing if he hadn't taken it. It's still in my head. Like, I remember holding it there, and he just walked up and went clump and took it and walked off. And, like, for some reason, that made an impression. Wow, like, I so don't remember that made a lot you angry. Six, but yeah, that part, yeah, really impressed it upon this, me. This isn't like full-on Cujo behavior that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really wanted that hot dog. I remember that part. But anyway, I mean, hot Tommy dogs wouldn't be delicious. in my top list. Okay. Yeah, the rest of them. Willard would be. Willard's good. Oh yeah. Yeah, Willard. No, we were both kind of, we were all kind of giving Willard hugs. No, yes. he's no, he's just like he's just like a big dahlia with legs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what he looks like. He's <laughs> What did I how did I describe him as a popcorn ball with popcorn eyes? Popcorn ball with yes. eyes <laughs> also. So <laughs> like a fuzzy popcorn ball. All right, well Rick, we have to start it off with the question that Sarah and I always get. <laughs> What's Rick Emerson been up to? Hey, what have you been up to there, pal? Oh, this and that. <laughs> Do I always just? I don't even know what my normal. That's what you always say. Is. Yeah, okay. it's usually You're like, about oh, that. Oh, you know, keeping busy, <laughs> doing uh, stuff and things. Mostly just peering out the window. Oh, That's, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of. Uh, I do a lot of. St- I actually realized at some point. Do you ever like do something that you realize is perfectly innocuous, but then. But it's this weird thing where you're doing something that is that is perfectly, you know, harmless and innocent. You don't mean anything by it. But then you realize suddenly it could be misinterpreted. So then you actually have to become deceitful by doing something else to distract from the innocent thing you were doing that you don't want to be misinterpreted. Oh, all right. I want an example. Well, so for so for example, I do this I do a lot of just I do a lot of standing at my kitchen window and just stare because there's like a large <laughs> There's a large tree that's he directly that. across the street from me that I find very pleasing for some reason. It's my contemplative tree. That's so I'll, great. I'll sit there. Well, it's mm-hmm. nice to I'll, have something, like, relaxing to look at. Well, 
if you overlook the fact that it makes me sound like I'm a thousand years old, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm looking at my thinking tree. Just, so I'll sit there with a cup of coffee. I mean, I just need basically a glass of Ovaltine and some Geritol to, to complete the picture. You know that Ovaltine is like goddamn delicious, the Ovaltine right? is pretty fantastic, it is so actually. Good. <laughs> it's like Ensure. Oh, um, but it's but I'll just stand in I'll stand in the kitchen, I'll stare at the window with my cup of coffee, and I'm just looking at the tree. I'm like, well, tree, as I think in my head about whatever I'm doing that day, or just like stuff I gotta get done, or just, you know, what is this cruel joke we call life, or whatever it is I'm thinking about. Wow. Right. But the thing is, if you didn't know I was looking at the tree, you'd think that I was that old person that every block has that's like staring out the window with binoculars. Uh-huh. So they can call and you know, and just, you know. I think the Lipinski girl is dating a Hispanic boy, you know? <laughs> like, it's like Gladys Kravitz just sort of staring out so you can gossip. Because every, like, growing up, at least in my neighborhood, every neighborhood had the old person. Oh, the busybody. Who, yeah. yeah, who would stay up on everybody's business and then get on, like, the party line or whatever and, like, be telling everybody about, like, what all the... Na- and so, but I'm just sitting there staring out the window and then I will realize and... And here's the thing, because I am incredibly white and live in Portland, I then immediately feel weird if I'm staring at the window and I notice that a non-white person is walking by. Oh, because yeah. in yes, my you look head, like that. it's the white guilt, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. in my head, I assume that they are looking up at me and thinking, well, there's another white man wondering why I'm in his neighborhood. Oh. Which is of course and I you know, and so then and so but so then <laughs> I find myself there, but it's like, I, and I don't want to just then walk away from the window, right? Because then, then looks, of course, it, it looks draws like attention to it. There's yeah. another white man I've frightened away Wait, by uh, not being white. Oh, right? he saw it's, me. Huh? So you have to double down. So then, what yeah. I have to do is I have to pretend to be toasting something. <laughs> <laughs> Right? So now I'm doing this completely unconvincing, like, Marcel Marceau, like, exaggerated, look at me opening the toaster oven and getting some bread. I wasn't just staring out the window at you, not a white person. I love all people. I don't see color. And just, you know, I just totally, you know, pretending to, like, I don't know, blend something or put something down the disposal. So oh, that's what I spend my time doing, basically, is miming kitchen activities <laughs> to, you know, to assuage my white idiot guilt. <laughs> Greg kind of does the same thing, but I think it's less white guilt and more like trying not to look like the neighborhood pedophile. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't go neighborhood pervert, Sarah. It could pervert. be for anything. Um, yeah, because I've got a, He doesn't specialize. <laughs> I've, got, I've got this. My, my living room window overlooks, you know... A main thoroughfare a that main like a lot of people walk by. A lot of people walk on there. It's a it's a big walking area. Maybe there's a school very near door. Next, a lot of children very walk near by. it. And in the morning, you know, because I, I I have roommates, you know, helps pay pay the mortgage. So, but they're gone by the time I get up. So it's like I've, I'm like, okay, I have some time to myself. So I tend to walk around with my shirt off. And you know, <laughs> and <laughs> what else like, are you wearing, Greg? <laughs> My boxers. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm relaxing. It's in my living room. And so I'll just look out the window and I'll kind of do that same thing. But I always forget, <laughs> though, that there's uh, – that uh, for some reason in my mind, and I still can't get this over this, I'm, I'm just like, well, they can't see me. I'm just looking out because the reflection, there's no way they can see in here. That's not true. That's not. This is glass we're talking about, it right? It is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, and I'm groggy, glass. and I'll sit there, and I'll look out, and it's happened to me a couple times. There was this one guy who was walking his dog who just stopped and just, like, did the slow turn of look up where it's like you get panic in your, like, oh, shit, he sees me. He sees me what standing did you here. Pret- at least he's pretending to toast things. I, what did you do? I panicked. <laughs> I did the, ugh, like, back away and turn off. That doesn't look suspicious at all. I know. Oh, I know. God. I know. 
You know, if you do that to cops, they can just shoot you. you just, <laughs> I don't know. We looked at him and he ran. Let's take him down. Okay. See, I do that a lot, but when it comes to, like, tripping, like, I do a lot of things where I, I do, like, clumsy things where I try to not, like, um, draw attention to myself where I'll try to, like, just justify, like, if I've tripped over something, I'll, like, lean down to pick something up. Picking up, up a contact yeah. lens <laughs> off like, the floor. Oh, I dropped something. Oh, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> like some I was sort checking of the pile of this carpet. <laughs> oh, exactly. No, mine always has to do with clumsiness, not standing in windows staring. Also, the whole this is, is this in the morning that you're talking about doing this. Yeah. And yep. these are just I about, mean about seven fifteen. Right when my the schedule. kids are walking to school. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. it's, and it, it is just it's a, it's a window though. I mean it's it's, it's, a window. it's up it's up though about three feet from the sidewalk, so the angle so, so they can look man. right up and just get they get crotch <laughs> yeah. shot right there. Yeah, with the, and boxers don't those don't those like not always like. They are they those are aren't... good boxers. They're I don't solid know. Boxers. Okay, I don't know because I thought that sometimes those are like. They, I remember when do. it was trendy when I was in seventh grade for. Um, do you guys in seventh grade like we would wear boxer shorts? Girls would. Yeah, I think girls still yeah. do that sometimes. Yeah, exactly, and it was like a fashionable thing. But I remember always having problems with the opening. Yeah, because there's no latch oh. there. Yeah, because if there isn't a, a button, then yeah. I remember it would always yeah. like be opening. Yeah, so that's, that's true. all I'm saying. I'm well, not, I'm not doing like flashing like people squats while I'm standing there at the window. <laughs> squat <laughs> is a terrible word. <laughs> Such squat a bad word. Is, is you know, here's, I was going to say <laughs> squat crotch. Squat crotch is. I'm awful. gonna form a band called Squat Crotch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Let me, speaking of gross things, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go scratching. I just noticed this yesterday. Have you seen those? And I'm sorry, this is gonna. Be fucking gross. Speaking of gross things, not like squat, not like squat crouching and staring at the window, children. <laughs> yeah. Have you, all right. What about this? Have you seen those people that are obsessed with like the fucking like? I'm gonna say it. The pimple poppers. Oh, gross. oh, yeah. Yes. No, I, Dude, I have so many friends that are share. Like, I have started to block. You're talking about people. the videos on Facebook. The videos yeah. on Facebook of people doing that, of like doing the things on people's skin, and other people are like, "This is the most satisfying, relaxing yeah, thing ever." I have started actively blocking people yeah. online because that is so. D- I don't understand. I've heard tell, but I've never actually. I think I've managed to. I've successfully avoided watching or seeing or being exposed to any of that. Don't. But it's I that's a just knowing that it exists, that's one of yeah. those things I try to immediately expunge from my memory so that it doesn't uh, I think it bothers me because it's like people that I respect also who are just like this is something that I find It, it seems like that's a that's a private thing. If yeah. that's what you're into, fine. But don't post it on Facebook. No. Fine. I, like that's not a Facebook thousand percent agree. That's what the dark net is made for. Just, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, get on tour and go pimp every you know, pimp Pimp. Go pop every pimple <laughs> oh, that you like. God. Gross. Or, or, or pimp said popping of or pimples. Or pimp the popping pimples. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. That's a, you know. That's your own deal. That's uh, a specialized uh, interest. Uh, this has just been happening. Like, it's, I've seen some oh, people God, post this, gross. and I've had to start, like, blocking, because I'm, that is something I cannot tolerate. It's like someone that no. wants to eat a lot of hot sauerkraut in the office. Do that yeah. down the hall or maybe in a closet somewhere. <laughs> in the privacy of yeah. your own space. Yeah. No one's going to judge you. Yeah. I, I'm, gonna ju- I'm well, totally going to judge. I'm absolutely yeah. judging. I saw every person that had commented on this. I'm like, okay, block, block, block. I will say that. It is gross. That years oh. ago, I don't remember how long. This was, uh, years ago, I did, I did like briefly, like I knew a woman who was like, that was like a thing she liked to do. Like not as like a pastime, but like if she happened to notice it. Oh, she tried to do it to you? Yeah, well, or to oh, somebody? Like, no, or like, I know people like oh, that, that, too. She's like, oh, you've got that. on your uh-uh. shoulder here, you've got to think, can I, do you mind if I, when oh, I was like, gross. right, and no. I was like, well, that's, Abs- that's odd, please, uh, I don't even, I don't even know if I said yes or no, I was just, but I filed away, like, delete number, never see again. No, I know. You know, because that because that speaks to just a larger fundamental difference in in personality. That's what I think like, it is. No, I think it's a fundamental difference. Like there are people yeah. who can appreciate that, and there are people that can't. Well, I am it's absolutely. It's like number one, pointing it out. Like, yep, thanks. 
I'm aware. Thank you. Have you noticed uh, but, a large blemish? This yes. Car, our bunkle on your skin. Oh. I can't look away from it, and I just want to put my fingers on it. Like, no. <laughs> it's it's like a snake. Look, it's like a it's like a snake and a deer, where the deer is just suddenly hypnotized. <laughs> The uh, no, that is a. I will say that that is a that is a binary thing. You're oh. you're either into that or you're really not. Yeah. I just it, there's it, no middle ground. No, it it absolutely isn't. I just wanted to see if, if what oh. you guys thought because no. it is the worst thing I've. I, like I almost like have to stop internet. I mean, I have an aversion to almost anything medical oriented. Like I can't even watch like medical shows. I just I don't. I don't like the human body. I don't want to see what's. I don't want to see the inner workings. I'm I don't want to see how it how it all happens. Like I know there's specialists that deal with that stuff. I don't need to see it. Well, you know, here's here is how uh, here is how I view things like that. It's sort of like um, it's sort of like I, I suppose there's some sort of updated analogy that I could use at this point, but I'm I'm old, so it's it's sort of like like a Mac versus Windows thing, like on Windows. You can like you can see and examine and open every single folder that runs every single aspect of your computer all the way down to like you know the, the, the whatever like the kernel of the operating system like mm-hmm. there's folders and folders and things yeah. called like WinSysConfigX or whatever right. like you can accidentally delete like your entire operating system on Windows they're happy to let you sure bam trash and then <laughs> yep. it works again where with like you know with like Mac things. You like you are not allowed access to any of the underpinnings. Right. Like, the oh, whole, yeah. like there's Steve Jobs, right? Like you can touch these three things. Nothing else. <laughs> nothing else can be modified, examined, poked, prodded. Like we it's, don't trust you with yeah, this power. It is like yeah, you are not allowed access to the internal workings. You know, human. And so that, but that's kind of how I am with my body. Like I'm yeah. happy to just sort of use it. If something breaks, I'll take it to somebody who can examine it. <laughs> there's a specialist. That can I have... I'm not gonna like amateur myself around at home with that. I'm not going to, like, just, you know, <laughs> how hard can proctology be? You know, it's like I'm not, it's not a, you know, I'm not really going to do that. No. No. Oh, good Lord. I'm on the same page. We've covered a lot of things about the human body so far today. Yeah. We've, we've satisfied that. Um, All right. Well, Rick, what else have you been up to besides staring at your special tree? I don't make just making a long list of things I'm never going to do again. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to paper over my windows when I get home. How, I mean, I'm surprised they're not. At what yeah. point is the crossing point before you become a shut-in? Like, what is this? What is the crossing line? I feel like I'm a shut-in when I'm at home, but then I like to leave my house. But when I'm there, I absolutely do not want to talk to anybody. I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. Like, I don't want anyone, like, You don't let anybody my... come over. Nobody no. can see what goes on there. In like, eight years or seven years that I've lived there, I think... Somebody's knocked on my door once. And you didn't answer it, probably. <laughs> no, and that was the only time I answered once. And it was some, like, goddamn PGE person that snuck into my uh, locked front I, apartment. But I was so pissed. I, I'm I, like, so, what are you doing? No. I, I, uh, I don't ever answer the door, ever. Uh, that's a, and I think probably I don't think I'm alone. I think probably I think we've I entered. I think it's like the uh, I think the internet age has sort of reinforced isolationist tendencies mm-hmm. because it's you know like like I was never really crazy. I know this is dumb for a guy who basically made his living talking on the phone for a long time but I but I don't like talking on the phone yeah. like one on one I just don't yeah. I mean I'll do it I mean I'm not like phobic about it but it's just all things being equal if there's information I can just send to someone or just receive without having to do a phone call because yep. I'm bad at small talk I don't think you and I I can't even remember the last time we talked on the phone like we exchanged a lot of text messages yeah but almost because it's well because it's efficient and it's a sort of it you know, is like a, we can talk a, in human form when we meet up and plus yeah. I just I always and I feel like I somehow Every time I say things like this, I feel like I sound like a sociopath. But I, but I, I feel like I don't really know how to interact with normal people in a social fashion. So the best thing I can do is to imagine somebody who can do that and then just imitate them. <laughs> yeah, that's the definition of a sociopath. Yeah, which, like, you know, like I can just don't – like if I'm at a party or something, or which doesn't really ever happen, and this is why – 
Because then I just because then never mind. It's just no, no, no. It's so, wonderful because so it's that's exactly what a lot of people how feel like. Dexter describes interacting with everyone. You're oh, like, that's good. Oh, that's people good have funny. emotions. <laughs> Oh, I care about what you're saying. But now. it is true. I think part of be- becoming an adult is learning how to pretend to be comfortable in situations that you absolutely don't like. Mm-hmm. And then I do do this compulsive honesty thing, which never works out for me. Where so like I was, uh, so our friend Ryan White, uh, yeah, writer, uh, we actually have his book in there, author yeah. of A Good Life All the Way, mm-hmm. um, the Jimmy Buffett uh, biography, which uh, which is very good, which I strongly recommend that uh, everyone uh, purchase and read. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was act- so he did like a little like release party for that. And I was there. There's a whole bunch of, and, and and by the way, a whole bunch of people I know, people who who I've already met, who you know, it's not like I'm having to just you know try to remember names or like people that I've met many many times. Oh, that's the worst layer on top of it when you're already nervous and you can't remember somebody's name. But it's uh, but I'm sort of yeah. you know we're talking and whatever and I and. You know, when I re- and in my head, there's always just this voice going, "You're doing it wrong. You don't know how to talk to people. You sound like a clown." <laughs> They're all looking at you. Exactly. I have that voice. <laughs> and I just, and even when I am being sincere, I always feel like I don't sound sincere. Like even if it's something I genuinely like, it's good to see you. Even if I say that and I mean it, I always somehow feel like it comes out sounding fake. So fast forward to like me being twelve minutes into this party. Where everybody else is just having a great time and, you know, acting normal and just doing what you're supposed to do. And I'm just sitting there just going, so anyway. And then literally, literally at one point, I did what I just do here where I'm in conversation with somebody. And by way of trying to sort of like, by way of trying to sort of just, you know, explain my odd cyborg behavior, I literally just said to her, I said, I said, well, you know, I just, uh. I don't really know how normal people act in these situations, so I just think of a normal person and pretend to be them. And then she literally, like, she and her partner took, like, a step back. Oh, you have to be careful who you show the crazy And then I looked like they were just gone. They were just... (laughs) No, because some people just will never understand. Yeah. Like, they don't because it, it comes normally to them, but then, like... I understand. I'm sure Greg understands. Oh, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like to pretend. I mean, especially when I'm hanging out with like my fancier friends. And yeah. I don't know, like I try not to pretend to be mm-hmm. like a ragamuffin. I'm like, hey. <laughs> ragamuffin? Yeah. Did you Dickens? Well I done. Know. Well, I just, I kind of feel like, because I'm, I don't know, like how do you explain to people, you know, like, oh, I like, what I do for my living is I, um, I'm a podcaster and I paint pictures of lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how to make that This is like the best video dating introduction ever. <laughs> Like, I don't oh know how to make God. that sound normal. So instant I'll just... crazy bells going off for everybody. Like, oh. Instant crazy bells. So okay. I have to, like, try and, like, yeah. make up things like, right. to, to sound I'm like. Which, I, of course, guess... like, which, again, see also sociopath. <laughs> yes. Creating this whole fictitious backstory. Mm-hmm. No, I, I work with blind children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the. I've had to pretend to like shows that because, like, people, like, other girls my age watch, like, not everybody, but watch, like, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever. Like all these reality shows and like Real House. Would and you they pretend that you that you sh- like them? I try to because they're all talking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, that <laughs> that one was just oh, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that's like me when guys start talking about cars because mm. I know nothing about cars, oh, but you feel like you have to I'm when other guys to. like you don't want to you don't want to <laughs> yeah. trade in your Y chromosome. So you no. got like you know, like, oh. oh yeah, it's got three cams. Yeah, <laughs> man, the carburetors are awesome on that one. You know, <laughs> so wheels <clean>. stuff. <laughs> the worst part. Is like occasionally, and it's always with people who clearly don't know me very well. Like if a like if a woman asks my advice on a car, I am, I am like genetically incapable of just saying 
I don't know anything about cars because I'm not a real man. So you should you should find like anybody else on the street, those guys, and just go ask him. It doesn't matter. I will then like bluff my way through. Well, you want to look for something that's at least six cylinders. Uh, you know, in my head, you're just going, "You are, don't, don't do this. You are going to walk on the thin ice from which you can't get back." But you know, if neither of you know what you're talking about. You could probably get well, away with it. I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, maybe. Ex- you know, unless unless like she ever asks anybody else for a second opinion, right. at, which, yeah. at which point the whole ruse will just come like, unraveled. Huh. It's, <laughs> but you know, Rick said something about a laser scope. And, uh, <laughs> 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 said everybody's driving this Yugo thing. So. Jesus. No, I so I don't it, answer the door is really what I was saying. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> it's best for all parties. No way. Like every time I've answered the door, I regret it. There's no way I want to. No. It's like answering the phone at 2 a.m. Yes. There's no good reason. There's, there's Either be no someone good has news. died or you're going to be arrested. Either way, it doesn't matter. Or, you, or someone needs you to bail them out of the blade. So just let it go to voicemail. <laughs> do you uh, Do you ever go on Nextdoor? You know what Nextdoor oh, is? Oh, the app? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. No. It is. Oh. No to hell I mean, with that. I mean, it's full of... <laughs> Terrible people. Most of them are just just like trying to hide hide the racism. Um, there's a lot of those people on there. A lot of like people. There's are a guy just, like, who looks out the window every time me and my yeah. my, my son walk by. I think it's because we're not white. And then he tries to pretend that he's toasting bread. Oh god! And then they probably put your address in there. They're totally. very specific too. Oh, that's what I'm. That's why I never want to look at mine because I don't want everyone to be like. I'm not doing anything wrong, but I'm. But you don't want would, to find yourself on there. Yeah, I don't know oh, what yeah. I would be doing, but like that weird girl who walks around the neighborhood. Like I don't know. Yeah, like I look like I'm. No, like, most of it is terrible, but there was one on there. And I think I've talked about it before, but it was my favorite, and it was like a 300 chain comment thing. It was this guy who was pissed off about um, alarm car alarms, but not the alarm itself. The uh, when you set them. The beep beep. He was so angry with that. He said that's noise pollution for the entire neighborhood, and he went into this tirade about how everyone should have that disconnected to go into dealerships and have that beep beep noise disconnected because it because drove him that insane. Is the biggest, yeah. This was the the biggest problem in his life was that <laughs> noise in the neighborhood. I'll trade lives with that guy right now. <laughs> I exactly. I don't know what he does. I don't know what no. his situation is. I will trade existences with him in a heartbeat because clearly he has he solved he every other problem in his life. Nothing going on. But yeah. I mean, oh, it was it was amazing. Like I fell down it for a, for a long time following that. Right oh on. yeah, no, I can't even start to look at that because I will just not get anything done. I yeah. I was at uh, I was at like a sort of birthday party thing. I don't know, birthday, but I was at a Look at you party. being all social. Yeah, it's the sort of well, I think Is that and, a humble brag? I think there's a lot of <laughs> wait on my part. Yeah, I went to I went Rick's to one gathering somewhere. Like, I want to go to a party someday. <laughs> I realized as I said that I was sort of like, but I think there's a lot of like everybody I think there's a long list of people who all have like the Sarah Dillon approach to me, which mm. is that the Look, I'm going to ask you to one social event a year. You're going to say yes, and then I'm going to leave you alone for the mm-hmm. next 12 months. So, it, you know, that's the... Uh, that was it. I'm like, all right, you just have to stay for a half an hour. Yeah. That's exactly. all you need to right. do. And it's, you know... And then you can disappear. Yeah, that, <laughs> you don't even have to say goodbye. You can just leave. That's which I which I sort of appreciate. It's like a known quantity. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, and then you... It's, you know, it's like hitting the snooze. It's like, and then you are set until next June. Yep. Uh, but, it was, but it was fascinating because, again, because I'm sitting there not knowing... By the way, I should say at this same gathering where I knew I knew like you know one other person or whatever, but it was a whole bunch. Of, I mean, they, they were all very nice, but I didn't really know them, and so it's that whole thing of trying to find common ground. And immediately, at some point, just like naturally, whatever, like it sort of split off to where like 
all the dudes are just talking about cars oh, and no. guns and metal, you know. <laughs> and I'm just there, just vainly hoping for something I can jump in on without just sounding like a tool, which didn't ever happen or work. And it's, but anyway, but at some point, like a bunch of people are talking about the next door app, and the weirdest thing is, it was just like layers of weird because, because. Somebody said, oh, "Are you on next door?" And then, uh, and it was like, but the women were talking about this, and they sort of, and they all kind of groaned and said, "Oh, I hate that app because it's just a bunch of you know gossip and busybodies or whatever." Yeah. And then, like with seemingly no self awareness at all, they went like that one woman who always posts, and then immediately, <laughs> <laughs> and they was, became the exactly app. <laughs> like it was just total like Ouroboros. It was just immediately <laughs> like this this internet pecking party of oh my god. You know, as so they all like latch, latch on the angle, like Gladys, she's the worst busybody of all. Have you seen what she posts? Oh, God. <laughs> and I just so, but the weird, but here's the truly bizarre thing is I got, I try not to think about this stuff too much because it's like then you just become, because then you're just one of those jag offs just like living in a cabin and listening to Alex Jones and just whatever. But it's like, it's, <laughs> but I got this postcard in the mail from the next door company. Oh, and it was saying like, Hello, neighbor. Are you on Nextdoor yet? And what? It was like a postcard from Nextdoor.com or whatever the home the yeah, parent yeah. company, the app, like like an actual like legit postcard sent to me, saying That's you know creepy. So it knows if you are or are not part of the community. No, you can send them to your neighbors. So what it is? I've never done this. Ew, so but somebody sent it to Rick. Yeah, I believe one of your neighbors probably sent it. I give all my neighbors a fake name. Because oh, invite, yeah. postcard. That's weird. Say, that's creepy. Yes. So what you can do, and I'm, I'm on it right now, you can point out, it'll show you which neighbors are not on it, oh, no. and you can target them to get postcards. Okay. Oh, That's God, how messed that's up it so is. so creepy. So somebody's been watching, they're like, hey, I haven't seen him on there. Yeah. That's that. That is like the ultimate busybodyism. They're like, okay, I know he got the postcard. Why isn't he on there? Well, and that's and it's also a weird way to, I mean, I don't mean to be hyperbolic. It's also a weird way to... To kind of vaguely stalk somebody. Uh-huh. Because you're just, you, you know, because if you're sort of like, hey, there's that hot blonde down the street. I wonder what she does. Yeah. I'll send her a, a next door invite. And then I can kind of get a, and then I can get a, a like a window into her interests mm-hmm. so that later while we're standing next to each other at like, you know, Trader Joe's, I can strike up a conversation and name drop a bunch of stuff I know she's into. Because I can. Oh, that's Not weird. that I'm suggesting you do that. I'm right. just saying that's immediately what my mind goes to is like it's people possible. can then just sort of like. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a, because wasn't there was some other app. Is there some app for a while called, or maybe there is, it's called like Glass Door or Glass Wall There's or Glass Door, which is like What's the job that? one. And it's like, so you can figure out what other people in your similar job make, I and, think. And people <gasps> from like the same companies yes. can post on there, but it's anonymously. So they yeah. can say like, I do this job, but like the company won't know who it is that's saying it unless they're like two identifying And they're like, oh, I work for like And Alpha I get paid oh, whatever. This is yeah. what I get, yeah. Yep. And yeah. here's what they paid I me and here's what was good that, yeah. or bad and they'll rank the places. Like, it's... It's pretty fascinating. And it's, it's you know, and I guess presumably the deal is it's so it gives workers, like, a better, a stronger hand in negotiation. If you if you yeah. can go in and say, well, somebody who works at Google in my position makes this much this money. Much, yeah. right. I am here at Microsoft in basically the same position, so therefore I should get whatever. But I can totally see the, the social application of, like, the, you know, again, the gather, sort of just, like, hoovering up details about whatever. So you can, it's like, so in other words, you can stand next to that guy at the supermarket and go, Oh boy, I just hate it when people make that sound with their car alarm thing. Don't you? <laughs> oh god. Well, it is almost like social media too. Like Facebook, or if you follow someone on like Instagram or Twitter, you can be uh-huh. like, you can 
I mean, you can stalk people if they don't have it locked down right. and see, like, all yeah. the things that they like or the people that they're friends with. Yeah. Like, oh, that reminds me of my friend Kate or something. They're like, oh, I know Kate, Wait a minute, too. I know Kate. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because then you're basic. because then you just turn into Bill Murray in Groundhog Day where you're totally just, you know, like, yeah. yes. so I love vanilla cinnamon ice cream, <laughs> don't you? But Sarah's saying this, and people come to you to go find things on social media. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good at hunting. Sarah's good Are you like at... the Ask Jeeves of the physical yeah, I world? Can, I can find I can find people. I can find people and things. I've always been able to do oh, that not pretty for well. Questions like what's the fastest animal on earth or something. But no, 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 no. Just like to, to find like information about people. Ah. Like if somebody's dating someone, like, oh, what's this guy into? Well, and then Sarah I can tell. Yeah. No, I I get tasked with things sometimes. That's a valuable skill. You could probably market that. Well, I mean, do you remember years ago when my car got hit by that hit and run? Yes. Oh. And I yeah. ended up tracking down that girl with one name on Friendster. Wow. Or I think it was, or maybe MySpace. But I ended up like finding that girl on my own, like just with that one name, and was able to like get I her down and like take her that. to court. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm good. All right. I see. I mean, maybe yeah. not as good anymore because there are all these new social media things that I don't quite understand. Like Snapchat, I don't know what the fuck that yeah, is. Yeah, I, yeah, it's I don't. Yeah. I have no. I don't. You know. And uh, yeah, I. Uh, I have to say, I, I, I and I am not like a luddite. I'm not anti-technology. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti-progress. I'm not anti-whatever. But I, I will say, and this is not all because of technology. Not all because of technology, and it's not all because of our <clears throat> our current political uh, situation. Mm-hmm. But it's not entirely divorced from those things either. Where yep. it's, uh, I, I have always. You know, because every whatever, every election cycle or every every time something happens in this country, every time there's a whatever, you, there's this group of people who are like, that's it, I'm moving to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And you're always kind of roll your eyes and go, like, sure you are. It's like all the people yeah, right. that were going to move to Toronto if George Bush got mm-hmm. reelected or something. But I have to say that idea has taken on like renewed and increased appeal uh, to me in, in recent in recent months, in recent oh, yeah. years. I really have just started to – I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but I'm saying that I think probably more than ever – I think I actually have idle moment where I'm standing up, where I'm standing at the kitchen window, looking, looking like tree. a looking like a jerk, staring at the tree <laughs> yes. at my thinking tree in pre-toast mode, and I'm standing there and I'm thinking, oh, I bet life in Saint Lucia is nice right yeah. now. I should just go there. Maybe they don't even have the internet, you know. And it just it's sort of it does seem to have a kind of it sneaks in strong appeal these days. Well, because mm. my so, so my sister lives in Canada. Uh, and she's lived there long enough. I think she's actually a, I think she has like dual citizenship Good or something. Her. Oh, and that's it's, great. Uh, right, which is sort of yeah. except. But the but the weird thing is, uh, uh, she's actually I, for reasons that are complicated, not all that interesting. So she's but she's actually thinking. I mean, she's been there long enough that she's a citizen. She can work. She she has like a medical license again. But she's actually thinking about moving back to the states. And it's and, and and rather than and I'm not really even trying to talk her out of. It. I'm just like, hey, can we do like maybe like a one for one thing? A swap? Like, yeah. yeah, how about you know? Then it's like what what you know? Both countries are fine. You know, the balance state. You know, the net. It's, it's a you know, it's a zero sum thing. You know, Canada does. You know, population yeah. stays the same both mm-hmm. places. You get to come here and you know whatever. You get to come here and have a different president. I get to have health care. It's going to be fine for everybody. <laughs> Let me know. So it's uh, that you know. Like I said I'm not. I don't. I, I don't know that I'm serious about any of those things in the sense that I would but do them. But you thought about it. But I think for a lot of people, those ideas have a uh, an increased appeal at this yeah, point. Yeah. Where would you think, um, I, maybe you don't want to say, but where would you like to move if you could? Would you want to go to Canada? Well, that's the thing is ultimately probably nowhere because it's uh, – yeah. because – I mean, I don't even. Well, I don't even like to leave the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mean, it's like. I mean, I, I mean, you gotta find a new tree. You gotta find, you know. <laughs> I just. It's. I mean, it's not even that I'm xenophobic so much as I just don't like change. 
Yeah. And I mean, going to a different going to a different city or a different state is a big change. Going to a different country, much less if I went to a country where there was like a whole a whole separate language and a mm-hmm. whole you know, because with that comes a whole. And you know, like here's. Mm, Say it. Say it. Damn you. You are Say a terrible it. influence. Because you're you're you know all my things. You know you when I say. You taught me everything I know. What can I say? Because every time I go, mm, you know that that means. Oh, it's something, something there. good's coming. Oh, yeah. I'm pondering something mm-hmm. that really the better angels of my nature suggest I should not say. But that Sarah will now, like, beat me into saying Well, because you know it. Because it's. You taught. Because you're just like, well, is it good for the show? Um, <laughs> yes. It's, well. Here's the thing. Have you ever have you ever talked to someone who's in your non-medical estimation and using layman's terms a little bit on the spectrum somewhere? Yep. And here's the for me anyway, here's the big tell. The big tell is if you're using sarcasm or dry wit and they take it literally. Yes. That's the thing. It's like if you make you make some sort of joke that is, you know, like sort of you're you know, you're just using a little bit of deadpan humor and they just take it at face value. And immediately you file away in your head. You're like, okay, I can't do that anymore because they're not going to get that I'm joking. And then it's just going to seem like whatever. And so, but so much of my communication is like, it's, you know, like I do a lot of pop culture references and I, you know, and I, and I use my share of sarcasm or whatever. And so if I ever find myself in a conversation with someone who doesn't kind of grok my sarcasm, yeah. it's, it throws me off a little bit and I have to sort of recalibrate how I interact with them. And I have to sort of put everything through a filter just to make sure I'm understood. Right. Like, let's slow this down then. Okay, right. got to do this. Yeah. Just because, you know, it's like because I, cause I don't want to be because I don't want to be indistinct or send, mm-hmm. or be confusing in my communication. So I can't even imagine what that would like. I actually have thought about, you know, especially when I was sort of making my living, you know, doing doing like a radio show. I was like, well, there's no like there's no way I could ever do this in another country because it's because so much of what I do is is specific to American culture and American mm-hmm. vernacular. Yep. It's like the Chuck <clears throat> Klosterman syndrome. Yeah. Chuck Klosterman's great writer. But if you dropped him Belgium and said, right. by the way, you got to start making your living here in a different language, I think he would struggle because his whole thing is trafficking in American culture and American pop references and American vernacular. And it's, that would be very challenging to have that kind of colloquial appeal in right. a language that was not your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's, it's almost impossible, I would think, you know, unless you're yeah. really well-versed in both languages. That's, and so yeah. I just – so I think that every time I think about that idea, I'm like, well, that's great in theory, but I think it would just be a terror – plus – Plus, yeah. also, let's be honest. I have no skills, none. Well, I have no. I have no. I mean, you. Let's uh, let's be honest. I have Come no on. skills that are marketable outside of people that are into Star Wars and you <laughs> know and like eighties metal references. Well, that's uh, just, that's, I just want to reference something that that the the uh, maybe a little slower on the spectrum if you don't understand comedy or or can't pick up on sarcasm. I just watched that new Norm Macdonald show which is really strange, but it's him interviewing people. And he interviewed Lauren Michaels, and he was like, were you ever attracted to any of the you know, guests that you had on? He's like, well, if they were funny, yeah, probably. And he's like, look, I th- look at comedy as a form of intelligence. If you understand comedy, you're generally going to be smart. If you don't, I'm not going to be attracted to you. No, mm. I can see that. And that's yeah. what he kind of said. You know? And he's a prick, but, man, it was, it was kind of right on. So oh, I can... if you don't get it, yeah, I yeah, mean, and that it just is, sounds, doesn't sound fun. Yeah, and it's sometimes harder to communicate with people because we do. Uh, I do know people that don't get it when I'm joking. They're like, "But no, Sarah, that's not a, that's not accurate." I'm like, "No, I'm just Sarah. I don't understand I'm exactly kidding. what you're talking about." Oh God, I know. I'm like, oh, I, I don't even know how to have this conversation. And that's when I like yeah. excuse myself and try to run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, all of our social interactions and. 
with us saying <laughs> something that's awkward or misunderstood and then fleeing. Yeah. And okay. then we're yeah. the shut-ins, but it's everybody else's problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Other people are weird. <laughs> I'm just going to... Just wow. sliding my observations out through the mail slot to the Why rest of the room. Why does that? Why does anybody want to be friends with us? <laughs> Jesus. Well, it, but the weird, here's, I will, just sort of bookend this, I will say that, you know what, you know what does make, and I mean this sincerely, you know what makes me feel better about stuff like this is when I realize, and I don't know if it's the majority or a plurality or just, just the, if I latch onto these examples, but when I realize the number of people who work, and I'm not really in the, in the public eye or anything to, to that, you know, to, to any appreciable extent now, but I have been for most of my life. Uh, uh, you know, but you still sense, are when you choose to. I mean, I still am when I choose yeah. to, but, and that's how I made my living, was sort of, you know, interacting with the public and whatever. It's a, the, 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 whenever I, uh, whenever I uh, learn about another sort of public figure or entertainer who has this – who is also terrified of public interaction. Mm. Uh, so I remember like way back in the Don and Mike days, uh, so Don Geronimo talked about that, that he – and, and you know, that he he was just like, I make my living behind a microphone talking to, you know, a couple million people and talking to whatever. But he's like, I, he's like, you take me away from behind this microphone. And it's like the singing frog on, you know, the Warner Brothers cartoons. He immediately is just – doesn't – you know, he doesn't know how to deal with people, doesn't interact with them. And then did you guys watch that documentary, that series, um, The Defiant Ones? No. No. It's – it's fantastic. First of all, it's on uh, uh, HBO. It's called The Defiant Ones. It's a four-part documentary about – it's a simultaneous documentary about uh, – well, it, it's about the rise of oh. death row of, – of, of NWA and then death row records. I've and heard of this. Yeah. It culminates in Dr. Dre's – it begins and then ends again with his selling beats to Apple for a billion dollars. And it and then it does a whole flashback of I mean it's it's a little bit like, like a, how he got to that point. It's like a very extended version of the Straight Outta Compton movie, but it's 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 everything from the very beginnings of you know of L.A. rap and gangster rap, and then the rise and, and sort of splintering of N.W.A. and then Dre's solo career and like his, Jimmy Jimmy Iovine's in yeah. it too. His uh, you know who was who went and it was like the guy from Interscope and it's and and how you know and how people sort of forget this now, but when Dre left Death Row. People thought he was washed up, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, he's he's had like many sort of resurgences because his first album after he left Death Row was the Aftermath compilation album, which sold – I mean, anybody else would have thought it was a win, but it was like it sold fairly poorly for him and people sort of writing him off. Uh, and is you know, but then obviously he sort of had a huge resurgence and, you know, now he's sort of the king of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's – but so it's his story and it, and it kind of culminates in his alliance with Apple. But he um, – but he talks a lot about – being an introvert and having like I think he actually is like sort of takes a medication for social anxiety syndrome because he's like if he's like if you put me in he, and he talks a lot about that's why he drank a lot when he was in his 20s mm. so because if you put me in a room full of people that I don't know and I have to interact socially he's like I just can't it's like I get terrified he's like I'm, I'm I get nervous on the way huh this I mean and this has happened to me in the past, like driving to a driving to some some gathering that I have agreed to go to, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's just and it's, I am way more com- I am way uh, more relaxed in front of a thousand people than I am in front of three people. Yeah. Yep. If you put me in a room with three, four, five, six people, I get all weirded out about it beforehand. I get nervous. I get whatever. 
because it's because they're individual people and I have difficulty relating on that level. I feel like right. it really spazzy. Yeah. I, I like try to answer like in like in quips and like small phrases and then it just kind of trails off sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just sound like I don't talk for a living. Yeah. Like I said, like people are like, well, how the fuck is she doing a show? Like, right. If she can't even have a normal conversation. Because it's not yeah. fluid. Everything's all jagged and manic and yeah. whatever. Uh, and so he but he <sighs> yep. he described it exactly the same way. And it's and I, you know, and so th- things like that make me feel a little bit. I guess a little bit more normal about yeah. myself because basic. Dre and I are a lot alike. Really. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> I mean they're all different kinds of normal. I mean maybe it's just the way like we're normal, and then you know other people are <laughs> are just fine. You're normal in convers- your own way. In your Sarah. own special way. Um, I've had about seventeen cups of coffee, and I really have to pee. <laughs> and thus concludes part one of our interview with Rick Emerson. Please stay tuned for part two coming up next. I don't know. I smell weird. That's the end. No! You know where to come back. That was it. God damn it. Perfect.